0: Do you have a drink? Yeah. Nice. Welcome back to the Fucking Brave Podcast.
1: What are you drinking tonight? I have a gin and tonic that (sighs) is like giving me life. Yeah. And what about you? I have some wonderful concoction that you made. I don't know really what it is. Uh, Ginger, it's a tropical ginger beer.
0: With whiskey so it's a tropical mule. I highly recommend it. What are we talking about tonight Michaela?
1: Yeah um we don't really have a name yet so hopefully by the end of this we have a name (laughs) but I had an interesting thing happen today and it just felt like a good opportunity to record a podcast. I kind of hash it out. Yeah I kind of hash it out and I don't know. Maybe it will be terrible, <laughs> but I, I guess I'll give you the background first. That's a good place to start. So, I'm sponsored by a brand called Nash. I ride for them. Uh, they give kiteboarding, me kiteboarding.
0: If you're new to this,
1: yeah. Sorry, a kiteboarding brand. I'm a professional kiteboarder. There we go. I, yeah, that you know, they help me a little bit financially with competitions, and I get you know, I have a gear deal with them. So basically I have free kites it's a little bit more complicated than that, but yeah, all in all, they just support me as a, as a rider. And as of now I am their only.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think I'm their only international team rider who is a woman in big air. So there's other women on the team, but they're in other disciplines mm-hmm. and yeah, it definitely, like, I hold a lot of value around that, being, like, the only woman. And recently some chats have come up about bringing on these two other women who are sisters. Uh, they're based out of, you know, Europe. And they're, they're actually very good friends of mine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love them both dearly. So, I mean, there's, you know, I'm super stoked for them. And I, in a lot of ways, like, I think... That this could be a really good opportunity for them and they're girls who as far as i know are not sponsored yet by a, a kite brand so yeah um but i guess kind of like getting into it do should i explain any more do you think that's covered it yeah yeah as these conversations have continued with bringing the two women on Your brand in
0: general wants to add more women. Needs to add more women. Needs to. It's it's
1: painful. Um, And Big Air right now is? Hot. Yeah. It is
0: the discipline for kiteboarding. And a year ago when you competed in France, it was the biggest fleet of women that had been assembled to compete in a Big Air competition, and it was eight. Mm Mm-hmm which was mind blowing. And now they can field a field of 12 and they're plus all highly competitive plus reserves, plus women who don't get in. Uh, the, the sport has just blossomed huge for women, which is excellent. Um, and it's, it's, it's good for you, but you were, you know, upper middle pack and have had a rough summer where you haven't had a lot of training and are, Feeling like you're falling behind. Mm-hmm. Women have learned tricks that women have learned tricks in, in three months that women have been chasing for a decade. <laughs> and not to put that lightly, like literally, um, all of a sudden it went from no, from one woman being able to land a trick for the last three years, it's a kite loop board off to there's a half a dozen of them now that can do it, and it happened in the span of six weeks. Yeah. It was, it was so fast. I feel like that happens in sports, but yeah, which is yeah. sick, but you felt left behind. Mm-hmm. And one of these women who can land that trick is one of the women that Nash is in conversations about bringing on as a writer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's context. Sure. But she is for all intents and purposes on paper at the moment about a writer. Yeah. But whether or not that's true is a debate.
1: I mean, I think there's a lot that goes into being a writer and anyway on paper she has more tricks than I have. I think she has. I guess we have different tricks. I guess it depends on how you That's a curious realization. Yeah. I guess maybe we have different tricks. I don't know if she has a back late back.
0: Yeah we have definitely got the rotations down
1: yeah but i really technical sorry anyway we'll set the kiting jargon aside and get into what i would really like to get into today which is this idea that like i am definitely having a hard time with this um i feel like I I kind of, I don't know. I guess I've put a lot of thought into this as the day's gone on. And I should say the evening has gone on. And I think some of the things I'm realizing are that I feel like my position is in jeopardy. That if a woman comes up who's better than me, then I'm going to lose my spot, which is not true. That's not how sponsorship works in the kiteboarding world the position I have with Nash is very unique in the sense that I am based on Maui. And that was a big reason they brought me on. They they needed a rider here in Maui. Mm-hmm. And so location wise, it's a really good fit. But yeah, I guess I just, I feel like my opportunities might become less if I'm not the top rider and And I just worry, it's like, it's like when you're the only person eating the cake, and then two other people show up to eat the cake with you, and I got to share your cake, right? Like, sure. I don't want to share my cake. However, I don't think it's a
0: cake. I think everybody is getting a cake. Yes. Their own cake. Well, I I know that it doesn't feel like everybody has their own cake, but I think everybody has their own cake. And I, 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 I. I had a similar experience this past couple of weeks too. I've gotten a gig writing for a new company, media company. They're also kiteboarding based. I feel obscenely lucky to have landed this gig. And I applied to work with them a year ago. No, not a year ago. Oh yeah. It was like last December. It was like a year ago. Okay. And I didn't get it. They actually just filled it internally, which was fine. And it was specifically to write this particular weekly newsletter. And they just handed that job off to someone else. And it is a woman. She's a professional kiteboarder. And I uh, I all of a sudden felt like she was going to take my job, which isn't even what she's doing. She's doing just this newsletter every week. And I'm a senior copywriter and she literally can't do my job and I don't mean that to like diminish her but like I have a decade of experience doing this role and I still feel like she's gonna come and take my job because they gave her this other job that I wanted and <laughs> it's, it's it's absurd but you and I could tell you at that this evening that that just I feel like that's something that happens a lot particularly with women
1: yeah I, I feel like I think one of the realizations that I was having was this idea of like feeling threatened. Like that was definitely a feeling I was having. Mm -hmm. And I think when you feel threatened, it's a good idea to like take a step back and look at the situation. And is there a threat? Yeah. Is there a threat? And, And maybe there is, but maybe the threat is like different than what I think it is. And I think it's also hard as women. I feel like we often like, at least at our ages, have grown up in this culture of, like, women are not super supportive of other women. I feel like oftentimes... Particularly at the high levels. Yeah. I feel like oftentimes, when a woman of power is is there, they often will maintain their power by pushing other girls down, rather than bringing other women up. And actually, I i just had this thought just now i was listening to a podcast funny enough uh recently by um, glennon doyle and she and her wife abby Wombach, had uh, abby wambach is a u.s mm. women's national team soccer player um they had another a uh, goat yeah like through and through yeah a greatest of all time soccer player and they actually had another one of the women's national team players on, Alex Morgan, who's also an incredible player. And they talked about how all through Alex's career, Abby continued to lift her up and tell Alex that she was going to be better than, than Abby was someday. You know, like just lifted her up and, and believed in her and created this like belief and this confidence in Alex. And they both talk about how, unusual that is you know alex's experience with a lot of the other women on the team were that of being put down Mm -hmm. you know were that of feeling threatened and you know teammates would put her down because they were worried she was going to take her spot and or their spots i should say and and she did you know and and there's a good chance she will be in the end right abby's retired now but there's a very good chance she will rival abby wombach's legacy she does yeah and just as Abby rivaled Mia Ham's
0: legacy 100% and, and it's interesting because when you first called me tonight to tell me about this like fear and worry that you had the first thing that I think of is rising tides lift all ships like what helps one of us out helps all of us out and it is so culturally counterintuitive because I really have been raised also with this very catty competitiveness towards other women and this notion of like, you're in the same space that I'm in and your success means my failure. is just, just nonsensical. And we were talking about it this, this evening of like, men are, from my perception, <laughs> tend to be in the space of like oh yeah you're fucking good I'm fucking good you know and and women are like oh you're fucking good I'm a piece of shit (laughs) you know we we really have that comparison and 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 yeah like I said like your success means I'm a failure instead of your success means that I can be more successful as well and it's hard because you're in the place of like I feel like you feel very tenuous at times with your sponsorship and what you're getting and what you're asking for. And you're very much like still feeling it out. So it doesn't feel sure and secure, but all the more reason to like have sisters. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and I think about the opportunities that can come from, I mean, I, I will throw out there that I was actually the one who suggested these women, to Nash to bring on like i'm i from moment 1 have been the person who's been bringing these women up along with me and so you know outwardly i can be that way but inwardly i can have different feelings <laughs> so just to cl- just to clarify it's not like i've been oh this shouldn't happen i mean i again i brought them up i was like i think you should bring these girls on like so i, I at least can stand in my integrity there of knowing that, like, I did support these girls, but... And support and continue to support them. That doesn't mean yeah. that it's not going to
0: feel uncomfortable and it's not something that you have to work through.
1: Well, and I think about the opportunities that might be possible with this situation. And, you know, they're always doing these, like, boys edits with, like, all these boys in Big Air and all these things. And it's like, we can't have a girl's Big Air edit right now because we don't have more than just me in bigger In your brand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to have more teammates, you know, all my all, literally all my teammates that are in my discipline are boys. Well, and that's something I brought
0: up to you today was like the photo shoot last year was so hard for you because it was a boys club and you literally would call me on the phone sobbing on multiple occasions as you did the photo shoot for products last year because everyone forgot about you. And if you had sisterhood where there's other women saying, but her, but her, but her, you know, like, which is what you would be doing too. You're also saying, but her, it would feel, I feel like the photo shoots and these edits that they're putting together would feel so very different rather than like, oh, there's all these boys. And oh, by the way, there's a girl actually. Yeah.
1: I actually think about, uh, there was another photo shoot that I participated in for the Maui Kite Fest and they brought in some other women uh, and we did a, we did a shoot that was more like kind of a free for all, a bunch of people were there. And then we did more like an exclusive invite only shoot. And that invite only shoot was so very sweet with even just like two more women on the beach. Mm, Absolutely you know, what size kites are you taking? Okay, like, what should I do for the camera? We're, like, out there on the water. Like, hey, so-and-so wants this, so-and-so wants that. Like, when I did the shoot with the boys, it was like they would get information and they'd share it with each other and they wouldn't tell me. And then I, like, go by the photographer and the photographer's yelling at me because the boys didn't relay the message to me. You know I mean? It's just things like that. Well, and I... and
0: it's it's so very curious because you can sit in this place of like fear and threatened or not even sit in it but like notice and feel the 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 fear and threatening and scarcity oh oh i think it's scarcity mindset back to the cake analogy i told you feels like there's less cake if there's no less cake everybody's just giving given their own i know but that's not how it feels why don't we have cake <laughs> i don't know what it what it's weird because i feel like in entrepreneurship places that i've been in my life because i'm not an athlete like michaela so i don't feel threatened in the same way physically but i've definitely felt like I shared about the writing experience, I definitely felt very threatened intellectually or professionally from other women and and particularly in entrepreneurship, there's so little money given in um, given to women in fundraising from venture capital that honestly it felt like if someone if, if another woman got funded, I wasn't gonna get any money, which honestly is probably <laughs> (laughs) partly true because of the way that the industry was structured, but at least a woman got funded, you know? And it's, it's, it's so shitty that we exist in a space of where like there is this scarcity mindset because there are finite resources for women because these are male dominated spaces where we're not considered. But I think, I think there just needs to be more of us. And I know that the and I see this in you, like the the, the the creating more of us
1: feels feels really fucking scary.
0: Yeah, what you gonna do about it?
1: It's really, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit and say that I think that one of the things that's interesting about women that I actually had the realization of just now when you were talking is this idea that like we have to make our own way. I feel like because we don't have spaces that are ours, there's this idea that, like, we have to create the space and we need to make the space and we need to whatever. And I feel like it often leads to this very I am here for myself attitude rather than let's grab our whole posse of girls and bring us all together, you know? Yeah, it's interesting, particularly
0: when you think about, like, the women who are going to be competing in Cape Town – and they are all on different brands, and it feels very competitive because it is a competition. Like that's literally what it is. But on the other hand, there's this, this, and 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 for a myriad of reasons, the women's are the women are competitive against each other. Some of it's brand driven. Some of it's you know, the male culture driven, some of it's this scarcity mindset driven, some of it's just they're they're competitive women. And I don't fucking blame them for wanting to be first on the podium, although that's never going to be a life experience I'm going to have. But there's also this just like mind fucking blowing moment where the women have come so far. And I wish that there was some kind of way. That someone can make an, an an edit or like an understanding of how far women have come, like how they have carved out this collectively, individually, collectively carved out this space where they now belong and are becoming competitive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's what you're getting at is that like there's this, I have to make the space, but then there's also other women also making this space and it's hard.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting. I I look at a lot of the men on, on brands and they very much like work together. You know, the, the boys on Nash are kind of like friends and the boys on Core are friends and the boys on Duotone are friends. And there is crossover between the brands, like socially speaking, but on the beach, I feel like the Nash guys help the Nash guys, you know, the Core guys help the Core guys, right? Like they're, they're very separated into their teams on the beach and what's fascinating about the women is we haven't had that there's not enough women riding it hasn't been enough women riding to create that team atmosphere you know i think Til, about till now till now yeah and i think about the actually the two the two women that were we're talking about they they caddied for me for the gka they were my team. And I think that that's why I feel so ready to be like, yes, these are the girls that deserve to be on the brand with me as my teammates, because they already feel like teammates. And, and I think something that's interesting about kiteboarding is it is an individualized sport, right? Like you're on the water by yourself, competing for yourself. But at the end of the day, like we're representing brands and that matters and, or, you know, translate it into entrepreneurship, companies, mm-hmm. even just industries. Even, industries or even just positions, like CEOs and uh, what are the other ones? CFOs, CMOs, any high leadership position within a company. Yeah, like the more we can put women in those spaces, the more we can create value, the more we get high, you know, equal pay respect all these things you know we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna build Rome by ourselves
0: no and it's interesting particularly when you talk about this from like an entrepreneurship perspective and the more that venture capitalists get used to seeing women in these positions of significance they'll get desensitized Mm -hmm. we would hope or they'll die (laughs) because they're dinosaurs either or Okay, but the more that they get used to seeing women in these positions, in these roles, be it in a boardroom, be it in a, an ask for fundraising, be it on the beach for kiteboarding, I feel like the the more inclusive these spaces get. Yeah. and And while it can be really uncomfortable to bring other women into this space, when you already feel like you're not getting enough in this space... I mean now there's three women eating cake instead of just one
1: guess we need a bigger cake no we need more cakes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess the thing kind of through this process and through my like slight panic and feelings and everything like at the end of the day it it i will say it makes it a little bit easier that they're women that i love that always makes that easier right and then on top of that, I think, like, I want to be an Abby. Like, I'm I'm in the position I'm in because, and I've said since day one, being in Bayer Area kiteboarding, that, like, I want to make a difference, and I want to create that space, and I am at the forefront of this, and it's great that I can go and do well in the competitions I've done, and... and you know, I don't think that my time is over. I think Big Air Kiter's careers last a long time and I think they ebb and flow a lot. I mean, look at Jesse Richman. Anyway, that's Kiter jargon.
0: Google it if you want to.
1: Yeah. But I think I think at the end of the day, in some ways, I, I have two ways of looking at the situation. I have I feel threatened. I'm going to lose my opportunities. I, you know, this and that, or, I'm going
0: to tell Ray that he shouldn't bring the girls on. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to downplay it. I'm going to, I'm going to tell the girls that
1: it's a, it's, it's a terrible opportunity. Like I'm going to sabotage this. Sure. There, there's one option. And, but it, you know, and, and that option, I think in any industry, in any space, like the outcome is inevitable. At some point. Well, it just hurts women at the end of the day. It just hurts women. And then I guess, like, the alternative and where I really want to try to sit and where I hope that you guys as listeners can can try to sit in your own spaces that you might be creating is, like, I want to be Abby Wambach. I want to be like, fuck yeah, I created the space. And now there's more space that I created. And I'm bringing, I'm choosing... To bring these women up i'm going to look at these women in the eyes and i'm going to say you are going to be better than me you you are going to continue on this thing that i helped mm-hmm. build you are going to be successful you deserve to be here i believe in you and i think that the more that we can look at our sisters really that's what they are and and say those words Even if in our hearts it might be hard, I think the more we're going to do for women as a whole. Yeah.
0: As uncomfortable as it may be that that seems like the reasonable,
1: not even the reasonable, but like
0: the right and the true and the authentic choice. Like a lot of times that's a little bit of a, and I I don't mean this like it's going to come out, but it's a little bit of like fake it till you make it. You know, I've been doing a lot of hard work around letting my body and I've been saying really stupid stuff to myself. And you know what? It's making a difference and hmm. when you just say those things enough times, it becomes truth.
1: Yeah. I'm reading a really good book right now that I think pertains to more than just athletics, but it's actually on my, on the table right next to me, it's called how champions think, uh, in sports and in life by Dr. Bob, Rotella, I don't know if I said that right. Anyway, <laughs> um, and, and in it, it, it's a psych, psych, you know, it's a book of the psychology around being successful in whatever your endeavor may be. And there's a lot of talk around this idea of like self-confidence and mm-hmm. and and what you say to yourself matters, and what you say to others matters, and you know, it's really interesting. A lot of the book talks about the self and like talking positively to yourself and, and how do you lift yourself up and how do you, how do you become a champion? Like, how do you have that champion's mindset? And what I found so interesting was the correlation between the, that book that I'm reading now and this podcast I keep referring to with Abby Wambach and Alex Morgan. And, and this idea of even taking that, those words and and that confidence building, and not only using it for ourselves, but using it to lift up others. For sure. So, what is this
0: podcast <laughs> called on lifting up our sisters? I think that would be a good name.
1: It's really up our
0: sisters. fucking hard. Like when we talk about like fucking brave shit, I think that analyzing yourself and saying, "I don't want to lift up another woman," this is me speaking about me. I don't want to lift up another woman because then there's less cake and still choosing to lift up another sister because not because it's going to benefit me in the long run but just because like they matter and they deserve that and it may not benefit you in the long run it and shouldn't. so what
1: it shouldn't it's not about you no it's about the collective
0: well, oh, and it's about them. Like, they matter as a human being. They should get to be successful,
1: too. And if they're better than you, then well, fuck yeah. Train her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is really brave shit. This was a hard one, and I'm, I'm glad we made space for it tonight. It's a little bit later than we normally do these. So I'm yeah, grateful for doing it while it's fresh. Yeah. Um, we don't usually come up with a topic to talk about it the same day. So
0: today was, today was a little unique. So if you've experienced this, you've had a scenario where this has been part of your life, we'd love to hear about it because yeah. honestly, Oops. more women helping women, it inspires me. So yeah. tell us, hit us on the
1: apps. And I would say, you know, even if you don't have an experience like this, like, seek out that opportunity where where can you find in your day in your career in your passion to lift up another woman well
0: I'm going to say this with all the love and kindness that I have to offer which sometimes is more than others but like can you find a spot in your life at some point in time where you haven't done that and do better next time because I know I have places like that and I'm trying to do better
1: and my god if you are a man listening to this please Create the space. Just lift up women all the time, everywhere. 100% of the time. Give them your jobs. Whatever Just, you need to do. Yeah. Create the space. Make make more cake for once. You go bake. Exactly. Get in the kitchen. kitchen. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? It's our podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. We love you. Just go bake some cake, please. Alright.
0: We're going to call this good.
1: Yeah.
0: Be fucking brave. And stay wild, my lovelies.
1: And go lift up some women today. Yeah. Sending you love and aloha. That was cute. (laughs) Did you notice I said fucking brave? I did. For once. (laughs) Stay wild. Oh, jeez.